Hey, everybody, it's Josh here. And I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening. Thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag. And to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you for listening. So you want to listen to a pretty all right podcast about wrestling, do ya? Well, the natural lad, Jeff Swag, has said time and time again that there's only one podcast that's the most decent and the most all rightest in the industry today. And that's who? It's the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. Look in my eyes. There we go. All right, there it goes. What do you right. see? <laughs> Adam. Josh's <laughs> fucking TV. Yeah, that's true. All right. Are we well, starting already? Yeah, I already hit the button. That's why all I right, said, all right, here go. we go. Well, whatever. We can, we'll leave that in. So anyways, this is uh, episode number three of uh, the Game Rage Wrestling podcast. Wrestling. Wrestling. I'm Josh, and I'm here today with uh, Adam. Howdy. And then also Frank. Yep. And uh, today's topic is WrestleMania, but Adam brought up a pretty good thing to talk about first. So we're going to talk about the most recent thing that happened with AEW Collision. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, Frank, I doubt you watched it, but yeah. I haven't actually watched it either, but I've seen clips of it. Uh, I do need to watch it. Well, but just, anyways, go ahead. Just from what you've seen, what do, what do you think? Uh, so far, I'm, I'm stoked. Like, I... I like the set, like you said. It's great. It looks awesome. It looks super high production. It's different than the Dynamite set. Like we had talked about last time or a couple times ago about how the one thing that they could probably do is change the way the sets are and keep them different. So that's good. It's not the same cookie-cutter design as the other one. Uh, I also like the... I mean, CM Punk did come back. So uh, going into that whole aspect of whether or not you look at the storyline of what happened last time and he got into this fight allegedly and all that stuff. That's I'm sure that's been talked about ad nauseum by everybody else, but I am of the opinion that I think that might have that, that was likely at work. I don't think that <laughs> was real. I think that that was part of the storyline because I really believe in my heart of hearts that if you have guys that are the executives of the company, right, which is like Omega and the Young Bucks, they're like executive vice presidents of whatever. I don't know their exact titles, but they're they're, you know, seemingly 
put in charge of things uh, in not a storyline manner in like an actual capacity to like help run the company. I don't see how you could have anybody actually fight them and then the three of them go like yeah 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 we're just cool with that like you know what i'm saying uh i know there is things about, I, I think they're just committing to the storyline i think that's what it is i, I feel like it's a work but they're committing i, I will say because like you said that they're, they're not allowed to be at the same time at places well, I, don't, right? I don't i don't know if it's like they're uh if they designated certain aw shows for like cm punk that on this week he will be assigned for this week and then the following week it'll be the young bucks and kenny omega um i don't know if that's how it works it sounds like that's how it is but uh yeah it's just it's just a weird situation like it it, i don't want to say it's like a one for one of what uh wcw went through Mm -hmm. but you know like you're almost wondering if uh if if some of the internal problems of like the roster itself will eventually hit like a boiling point that um you know i, I don't know i don't think AEW will ever go under but uh like dude if you can't you know if you have a workplace environment where everybody hates each other then fuck man like <laughs> that's not a good sign yeah that definitely does not lend itself to positive vibes going on with the way things are going to go but yeah, I will say I am impressed and I do I do really hope that it was an actual, you know, part of the storyline or a work and this leads to some sort of maybe like a year down the line some sort of crazy ridiculous never before seen match type that's going to come out of this so that CM Punk and whoever his crew that I'm sure he's going to be building over the next, you know, year however long will fight the elite at the end of it. That would be impressive yeah i think uh i think uh this this drama definitely adds up for like uh some really compelling television because you know how some of it it, like uh art imitates life and vice versa yeah so i mean like even if it is true if it's real that that happened in real life and it wasn't part of the storyline i think they should do the you know the old vince mcmahon adage and they should take advantage of that and turn it into a storyline i think they i feel like they will what do do you got frank i don't know (laughs) I don't think Frank cares. <laughs> I don't watch it, so it's hard for me to say anything. All right. Uh, well, I mean, but what, do you, what would you think about that of, of as a storyline? You think that would still be that would be cool? Like you think that would be whack? Do you think that you know? Don't know. Don't know. All right. Uh, all right. So you got anything else about that? About a collision? Oh yeah. Uh, so the intro, mm-hmm. I I fucking like it, especially because it's on a Saturday. It's like that. Uh, forgot what that song was from elton john but it's like uh saturdays for uh god damn it i don't remember the song uh but anyways that it's a really awesome intro and it feels like a whole different show compared to AEW dynamite as you said before the stage looks really fucking sweet i'm like dude this is uh this is exactly what they needed and you know cm punk who cut a like an 11 11 minute promo about him being back and shit and then he took a stab at the young bucks with some comment about uh, calling them like counterfeit bucks or some shit like that. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, you know, for the sake of like trying to, um, for the sake of trying to keep peace or just have some kind of civility, like you, you couldn't yeah. just like leave it at that. Like, just leave that comment out. No, he just turns no, it. You like, push the buttons. Yeah. So you just turn it into like a shooter. Is that is that the proper phrase? A shoot when you like. Yeah. Attack. When you're doing it like for real. Yeah, um, so that happened. I'm like, man, 
all right whatever man if you want to roll with that then it's cool like i guess uh you know if you're getting paid and they're getting paid and if nobody has hard any hard feelings for the shit that's being said i'm sure they are but like they're just kind of sucking it up to somebody yeah. gets called a bitch for taking it personal or whatever that's true in my opinion too about the whole wrestling business being you know a, a lifelong fan outsider not having ever been in it so who knows i may not know what the fuck i'm talking about but i feel like when money is involved man you guys are just at the end of the day you're just being a character you're a character right so who cares if you, it's like if you were on a regular tv show and and some other character calls your character an asshole well who cares you're both still getting paid it's not like it's not personal against you necessarily uh but but then yeah you, but then you have like the matt hardy situation where it didn't right. become true. personal oh, and then that, there are exceptions to the rule i don't know what amount of money could could make things right for that particular situation with like edge and lita but that that shit probably didn't feel right i don't know man <laughs> but he still did it though i mean he still he still went through with the whole storyline yeah. and and the pay must have been and, pretty fucking but, good and he, and he lost that match too didn't he when they fought like he lost like yeah. i don't think he won the match <laughs> so that's an even more insult to injury like on top of that but i mean i hope, I hope the money was good dude because i do too man i hope, he, I hope I it was i don't know if it was worth the fucking dignity of like uh well losing dignity and just it's probably it's part fun. of his it was probably uh, part of his plea deal fuck man well Maybe. you know regardless of whatever happened to matt hardy at least he got his by being an independent and doing broken matt hardy which is like which was sweet it's probably sweet, like yeah. one of the greatest things ever and, i mean uh, it really is it's definitely one of the greatest things that's happened the, in the multi last- 10 years or whatever. The multiverse of wrestling. Dude. You just show it yeah. up in different promotions and just collecting. Collecting belts, man. Collecting tattoo <laughs> titles. Like, that was awesome. That, yeah. was, that was a really unique, amazing thing. that In in the bland world that wrestling kind of became at that time, I mean, that was a very different way of doing things. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think I'm more or less done with that particular uh, uh, topic. Yeah. So if you guys want to move on. All right. Cool. All right. So <laughs> WrestleMania. Uh, it's referred to as the granddaddy of them all, the, the the main event, the biggest show of the year. It certainly is, dude. Like, you, you talk about, like, mainstream culture and things that people talk about, like WrestleMania, whether you're, you're a fan or not, it's one of the fucking coolest things ever to uh to witness like to hear about it to talk about it like during uh when it happens and stuff like dude i i remember i mean i didn't have the privilege of paying for like pay-per-views and shit but uh i still wouldn't want to pay for them anyways but (laughs) the few times that we did uh man like yeah man the first okay so uh i guess we could start off with this since uh yeah i mean there was a there was a long time where like you know majority of us like you, Frank, uh, you, Josh, and myself were watching wrestling for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, I think we came back in at 2014. This was after the fact that CM Punk, CM Punk walked away. Right, yeah. It's kind of funny that we're doing, like, a podcast now. He's, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know, right? <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, uh, so the thing that kind of got us back in was, well, there were there was like a few things going on. There was like the beginning of the New Day when they were kind of like the shitty gospel gimmick that they were yeah, doing. Yeah. And then there was the Daniel Bryan story where he kind of supplanted, uh, is that the correct term? Supplanted whatever like they were going to do with CM Punk. Where right, yeah, yeah. He would eventually face, um, who, who did he face in, in WrestleMania? Uh yeah, it was it was thirty, right? It was yeah, it was, it was WrestleMania thirty. It was Daniel Bryan versus Randy Orton and Batista. And Batista, but he had to fight Triple H at the beginning First, of the yeah. night. 
to, to be able right to even get in that match. Okay, now I'm starting to mix. I'm starting to mix shit up because the first WrestleMania that we saw together uh-huh. was the one in Santa Clarita, which was the wait, is it Santa Clarita? Yeah, what? I think that's where it was in. Not Santa Clarita. It was in the, the like Levi's San Francisco. City. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It, the Bay Area. That area. Yeah, yeah, that one with Seth Rollins like stealing the fucking. <clears throat> that was the first one we watched together, and then we watched the one after that, which was Daniel Bryan. Which was that one. So it was twenty nine. Was the first? Was that the? Was that also the one? Dude, oh, man, I'm I am getting confused. my. I'm getting I, my story like confused. WrestleMania thirty was the first one we guys saw together. Which was what? Which was Daniel Bryan versus? Uh, okay, so then. So then the next one. Thirty one was, the Levi Stadium one. Yes. Okay, because that one was kind of cool. Because it was like Randy Orton doing the doing the RKO, where Seth Rollins fucking he fucking ate it from like ten feet up or whatever the fuck, yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. the fuck it was. And then yeah, obviously man, he, was stole, cool, yeah. he stole he stole the belt. Yeah, and then like Roman was getting shit on by Brock Lesnar. That was fucking great. But uh, yeah, that was like the first pay per view that we saw together. Together, yeah, that was like, like the beginning of us getting back rebacking into, into it. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, what do you guys got to say about that particular WrestleMania? And then we can tie, we could go in, in any number of directions as far as like the shit that you remember from different WrestleManias. Yeah, yeah. So, so that one specifically, that WrestleMania 30, man. I remember it was me, you, Frank, Tycoon was there. Yeah, well, uh, dude, it was like everybody. Yeah, dude, it was, everybody. At, it was at my old, I was at my apartment too, and we that watched was my apartment. Wasn't it your apartment? It was at his apartment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. The next one we did at my apartment, right? The, the did next, did? no, we did like four or five pay per views at my straight oh, okay. in my apartment, and then um, yeah, I feel like we watched that's the true. first two. At you might be right. Place. Because, yeah, it wasn't until you got the upgraded apartment. Oh, that's right. Then we started doing it there. But anyway, so, yeah, man, that first one, that WrestleMania 30, man, that we had gotten back into, that one was awesome. That whole Daniel Bryan thing was, like, the best thing to probably come back into, that whole Mm storyline. Because it was was just exciting to be able to – we got to see that that kind of – Oh, good. We got to see Taker lose the title. The I rain. mean, that is true. We did get. To, I mean, as unfortunate. Oh, that was that was a holy shit moment. That was man. I did not see that coming at all. That was not. All right. So I know we talked about this before, but on the subject of Undertaker losing to anybody, uh, and it was Brock Lesnar. Do you feel like that was the appropriate call? No. Who do you think it should have been? Seven. Not a rookie, rookie, but somebody that. Kind of like uh, like Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens, somebody that was they're pretty much established, but they're they not that, established in the WWE. They need that one moment. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that because well, he didn't retire that year, but you know how the, the whole old saying is, you always leave on your back. Yeah. Right. Right. So I, yeah, I I don't I think they should have waited until he was ready. I mean, maybe they did think that he was going to be done, and he ended up you know. Doing a couple more, but I, mean, I, I really think that honestly, even though things haven't necessarily gone that great for 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 Bray Wyatt, I kind of felt like that that might have been the guy who could have really no, passed it, the torch to it. Definitely, I don't think Lesnar storyline wise, yes, that's believable in storyline fashion, but he didn't which, need it. Which he, which was what? Which was I mean, Lesnar's the beast incarnate. He's the he's the he's the unstoppable force or whatever. And no one can defeat him. Of course, in storyline, that would make sense that he would be the one to do it. But to beat it was, the old Undertaker, you know, the, the it wasn't a pretty match. No, it wasn't. It was it was it was garbage on both ends. And obviously Undertaker's like a hundred, so you know, I mean But his next match against Roman Reigns was freaking way better than it was with Taker. Yeah, that's because 
I think he probably, I don't know if he felt it, but he's like, oh, shit, well, I got to step it up for the next time if I do it. I mean, to me, it felt more like Taker, it felt like Taker was trying to work around Lesnar. Oh, I don't I don't know, dude. Like, it just looked bad on both ends. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was just yeah. saying, like, but it, to me, it felt more like Lesnar is always wants to wrestle at 10, where Taker can't match his opponent's energy. But Taker can't match he 10, can't do 10 anymore, for an yeah. entire match. No, I don't. Th- yeah, I don't think so. Because I mean, you could tell, man, he was toast like halfway through that match. He was yeah. just donezo. Like he had but nothing then, left. But that's what my whole point was. Every match afterwards was yeah. a wrestler that they didn't have to go at ten, and right. it was a way more entertaining match. Yeah, true, true. All right, so uh, I think I watched the last WrestleMania. I don't know if you guys caught it, but now that you guys are talking about it, mm-hmm. uh, somebody that. He's kind of reaching the end of their ropes. I would say is uh, if if you guys watch the IC title match with well, I think it was the U.S. title match with uh, John Cena and Austin Theory. Oh yeah, man, dude! I was like, this is this is bad. Like, yeah. I, I I think John Cena like the whatever muscle memory he has for it's gone. Dude. It's gone, and his bulk like is. His physique, like he looked pasty as fuck. Yeah, it's 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 that. Well, that's the problem with people like Cena and The Rock. It's great when they come back, you know, like entertainment wise. But especially, I don't know, I don't know how it is right now with Cena. But you know, about The Rock for a while, that he would come back and just talk shit. And yeah. then maybe maybe smack someone around for a few minutes, but he will never wrestle a match. Yeah, because. He can't get injured. He he has a movie. He has things he's got to right, do. Yeah. And the same thing with Cena is yeah. He's pacing and stuff like that. But we, I mean, did you see him in Peacemaker? Yeah, I mean, well, he wasn't. A, he, that motherfucker wasn't strong or anything like that. He, but oh, he was fucking built. He was jacked. Well, yeah. I mean, I would say the camera it helps too. Like the, you know, True. you don't say the it adds ten. It adds ten pounds. So it looks, you know, whatever physique he has might be good enough for the. The television screen but like well i think they're two different types of physique because like he wasn't shirtless the whole time in peacemaker right like he had a no, shirt on no the yeah. majority of the, the show so and, yeah i, I, I mean, kind of he was butt-ass naked in several scenes no, 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 it wasn't several. I'm saying the majority of the show, he had a shirt on. He had the right? most uncomfortable sex scene that I have ever seen oh, in my yeah, life. yeah, I mean, that's true. But I, what I'm saying is those types of physiques, like wrestling, you can't just... It's got to be functional, and it also has to be aesthetic. But with the, the Hollywood type, you don't really need function. You just need aesthetics. So that type of training, those are two different types of training that you kind of have to do. And so the type of training to have the physique that's aesthetic but also functional is different and you can tell like he doesn't have that physical no it was just, well it was that yeah yeah you're keep yeah keep going anyways it, i, I mean, think that look was, at look at around the rousey just mm-hmm. everyone say oh she's gonna do great when she first came over was she, oh she, automatically she's gonna do great because she's an mma fighter it's not the same beast and so like right yeah to me i never saw an entertaining match from her like it was all What's the word? She's more spots than she was like the whole, the whole picture, the whole match. Because yeah. like when you think about it, the real highlight of her was like picking up Triple H and I think whatever. I don't know what she did. It was like a Samoan drop yeah, or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that. It was whatever. But the, like those are the things that you remember is like her, like her physical strength. But it's like, dude, you gotta do that for thirty minutes. Yeah, but I'm saying like, right. just because you're good at one sport or good at something that's physical doesn't mean you're gonna be great at something else. That's, that requires right, true. And and going back to the Cena thing. 
I, I do think Cena gets a lot of hate that he doesn't necessarily deserve, but the John Cena of the last 10 years, let's just be honest. I mean, he wasn't an in-ring technician by any standards of, of the, of the word. I mean, he, he was, people were complaining about how oh, he's got five moves and you know, blah, blah, blah. he kind of did, did have that already to begin with. And then you put him out of the ring for shit. How long has it been since he really wrestled last? I mean, I, I don't know. It's been dude. a while, it's right? Been a hot so, it's been a hot I mean, minute. It's been maybe a couple of years before, since he's last been in a ring. So then you throw him, then you throw him into wrestle fucking mania, literally the biggest show of the year. And you put him in a match, and I get it. That, that was to showcase Austin Theory or whatever, right? Like that was, yeah. That I was guess. kind of the point of that because it's not like Cena walked away and won the match. Like, you know, it, it was more of like they they fed Cena to Theory so he could like. Yeah, but the it felt some, like the workaround was that Austin Theory was cheating, right? So sure. like so that. Yeah, that they can mask really... so they could mask like the fact that right. Cena isn't, isn't ready to do like a 30 minute match like right. and it, it it showed too like I'm, I'm yeah. saying that like uh when you watch the match you, it it didn't look good period yeah no it definitely didn't um, I mean most of the matches this year I didn't really think were that that great to begin with uh well, I, I would contest you on that with the uh I think it was like an eight man uh, what did they call it? With, with like it was, it was eight tag teams. Was, oh yeah, okay that that was cool. Yeah, that I was mean, that was sweet, dude. It I was, said most of the matches. I didn't say all of them. I did say R- most. R- Rico Ricochet and, yeah, yeah. and fucking Braun Strowman, dude. Like as a tag team, was really fucking cool. Yeah, it's that, like that was pretty cool. Because you had like the human pinball guy yeah. and then like the super strong dude, and they were like, you know, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird tandem, but it works. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, just like everybody that was in that match was super fucking awesome. Yeah, everybody no, had great spots. Every, everybody had great spots. That was good. Um, that uh, what was it? That women's legends match was bad i didn't really think that one was that good who it was like it was like lita and trish stratish and uh, was it natalia i think maybe it was my uh, team i don't know i don't know it was them versus bailey and her, her two minions or whatever and that match just was bad there was a lot of fuck-ups in that in that one um and honestly like i really didn't even like the the roman reigns and uh cody rhodes match that much i mean it was it was kind of it was just kind of all right it wasn't bad but it wasn't like you know it wasn't i don't know i just didn't feel like it was main event i think the last 15 minutes Calibre. were good like yeah, the, I mean, the uh i didn't really care for like the interference because it it just yeah it just it took, felt, i felt like it took away from it, it felt like a drive-by moment like they're like <laughs> oh here let's fucking throw like let's let's remind everybody that uh this is what's at stake or like what the plot is that we have yeah the Usos and we have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens who are also part of this larger arcing story. So let's just shove, let's shoehorn them into the the last like 15 minutes of the match. But uh, yeah. So anyways, the tag title match though, the, oh, that, the one, that, shit was, that good. was, that was fucking awesome. That, that uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn versus the Usos was, that was a fucking amazing match. I have to say. So what, well, one thing he did on Monday night raw this past week, well, I think it was this past week mm-hmm. or this past Monday or the week before 
he did the blue thunder bomb, which I think is like oh, a great, yeah, a great, yeah. great finisher. Then uh, I don't really like the hell of a kick as a as a finisher because it's kind of I don't want to say it's boring, but it's underwhelming. It's underwhelming like. as like a finisher, the, as the, as one of those setup maneuvers to get to the finisher. I think it's it's that's what it should be. It's yeah, like kind of perfect for that. The fucking blue thunder bomb, dude. It looks fucking yeah. good. Like that that's a finishing move right there. But anyways, yeah. So anyways, uh, WrestleMania, dude. What okay, else? So what do you guys so, got? So we talked about the the first WrestleMania that we saw together in a, in a while when we when we got back into wrestling then then what was we just talked about the last WrestleMania too so what was what's the first WrestleMania that you remember watching was that the first one you've watched or were there so what was the first one that you remember watching Dude, like, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like yeah. all the shit that I saw as far as WrestleMania goes was from like. So if anybody didn't have fucking cable or anything, yeah, yeah, it was back on when you watched the replays on Raw. Like it would, it would be the still <laughs> images. You remember, like it was, basically that, or it was fucking Afterburn, dude. Like Afterburn, after, yeah, yeah. I would I used to stay up for Afterburn just to catch up on like WrestleMania. So I never actually. I, I would say so like, what's yeah. the first one you remember seeing that for though? Then what's the first like? I, I don't want to say it was WrestleMania 20, but it was probably WrestleMania 20 mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. Like. uh yeah, because uh, I was really invested in like Chris Benoit uh, winning. I know, I know, we keep talking about Chris Benoit, and yeah, it's very awful that he killed his family and everything. But as a, a, man, we're t- like, a, I'll disregard that. Yeah, hell of a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, dude, because there was a match with him and Kurt Angle. Like, it was on SmackDown, and I forgot when it was, but it was just like one of those regular matches, and like those dudes like squared up. Oh yeah, it, it was like the most technical match you could see as far like, like it was proper fucking wrestling, dude. It was crazy. Like, you, you never see anything like that. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, that would probably be wrestlemania 20 would probably be like the one that i remember all right what about you frank what's what's the first one that you remember watching or kind of keeping up with i guess Uh, i wouldn't remember because uh the more all my times i watched pay-per-views when i was younger was um was at my friend's house because he was the only one that would actually get actually ordered them yeah and I do remember seeing WrestleManias with him, so I don't even remember which one it was. Hmm. Okay. All right, so, this this might be like yeah. a Josh centric fucking episode if you know maybe if I you mean, fucking know WrestleMania more than any of us. I mean, that's potentially. I mean, we're just asking the questions and getting down to the bottom of it. So, okay, for for this question specifically, yeah, maybe this was more of a Josh centric question than anything. But for me, I definitely remember the first one that I remember watching. I think it's. I think it was six. I think that's the the one where Hogan fought the Ultimate Warrior. I think it was six, if I remember right. And I I remember I was at fucking some video rental store and I just happened to be looking at wrestling and I was like, what's oh what's WrestleMania? Let me see what this is. And I pulled it off and rented it and went home and watched it and I was like. Oh man, because I already obviously knew what wrestling. I already been watching wrestling for a little bit at the time when I had rented this. I was probably maybe like seven or eight, and you know, not having the internet and not really having resources, as they say, you're kind of limited to what you can see on TV. And they don't necessarily back then, at least, they didn't really talk about stuff earlier on as much as kind of they do today. They reference like a lot of that older stuff. They didn't really do that back then, so. This was something I was like, had never, I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. So I had never seen anything like what a WrestleMania was. And I was just like, oh, that's awesome. So then that's when I went back and like, they had a couple other ones.
ones and then you know i would start finding them here finding them there uh but six or whatever the one with hogan versus the warrior ultimate warrior that was the first actual wrestlemania i remember watching it was uh, that was like in the 80s so obviously this is like 10 years later probably from what it actually happened it was on you know vhs tape so uh, the first one that I remember watching, oh, like, I don't know, not live, because for, for 20, did we watch it live or did we record it and then watch it later? We watched it live. I, we watched it live? Okay, because I remember, that was, I think, the first one that we watched together, right? That was the first WrestleMania, or did we I think, watch I think we 19? Saw 18. Was it 18 we watched together? I think so. I remember one of, I think maybe 19 we recorded it and then watched it later. I think that's why I'm getting confused. But... There for some reason we had to do that, but yeah, the I, I definitely have distinct memories of watching yeah eighteen with you for sure twenty a hundred percent for mm-hmm. sure that one was was great. But anyways, so that was okay. So now now getting into what is if you have a WrestleMania that you remember as being the best one that you've seen. Have you seen a lot of WrestleManias, Adam? I mean, well, I've seen I guess a lot. I've, I've gone back to see matches and watch them. Yeah. So what would what would you say then? Okay, would be your favorite WrestleMania? Because you haven't probably watched all the way. No, right? I haven't. But. So then, for for you, I will posit the singular question of what was your what's your favorite WrestleMania match that you have right now, or what you remember is what is your favorite match? I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think yeah. a lot of people would contest that this is probably one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. Uh, and I don't know if it's because it's so much as for like the wrestling itself, but just like the 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 legacy, the two legacies, and then the um, I guess the the gravitas of the situation with uh, Hogan and Rock. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because it's, uh, you know, you have the modern legend versus right. the, the the old guard. Right, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the the situation changes, like, in the middle of the match that Hogan, for, for as long as he's been part of the NWO or as long as he's been Hollywood Hogan. Yeah. You could start, you could see the crowd, like, literally turning the guy fucking face in right, the middle yeah. of the fucking match. And he's starting to feel it, too. And it's yeah. like, oh, shit, it's a real moment. <laughs> and then, you know, after that, it turns into, what is it, after uh, after that particular WrestleMania, which I think is, like, WrestleMania 18, then he starts beefing with uh, Scott Hall and... and right, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And Kevin uh, Nash, Kevin yeah. Nash, right? But it, I don't know. Like, I watched that match, and I didn't get to experience it in that moment. But watching it, you're just like, oh, my God, this is so fucking cool. Like, this is <laughs> this is old man strength versus <laughs> versus uh, fucking, you know, The Rock and shit. But, uh, yeah, I, I would say, like, that was one of the coolest, one of the cooler matches that I've seen. But, anyways, what do you guys think? What about you, Frank? Hmm? You have a favorite, like, match and or WrestleMania as a whole? Well, if it's WrestleMania, it would have to be 20. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the one we saw together, and we were there for everything. And I don't know, that was just one that's always going to stay with me. Yeah, to me, I, I mean, 18 was was great, but I, f- I feel like every... And that's what's hardest, because most WrestleManias, most matches, are they're all good usually, like the older ones. Every match is almost great, but... Man, for me, I don't know something about twenty. It just, it just hit the whole thing. Hit the whole everything. Yeah. You yeah. Know? What was uh? So they had like the Rock and Sock connection versus what? It was, it was the evolution. evolution? It was versus, yeah, it was versus Flair and yeah. 
Batista. Okay, so is WrestleMania 20 the one where fucking Ric Flair wrestled against Shawn Michaels? No, that was uh, 20. Wait a minute. I think that was 21. The one after? The one after, yeah. It was when he fought him in the retirement match. Oh, okay. shit. I think that was the one after, yeah. Yeah, because that, that, one, that one was like, uh, you know, him, him getting put away. Yeah, he got, he got, I mean, which that was, I mean, that alone was that retirement match, man. That was like, oh, no, wait, that's, that's, that's 21. Maybe it was 22. Let me look it up real quick so that way we can not. All right, yeah, so that way we don't so was, <clears throat> It was the fatal four-way match for the tag team title. That mm-hmm. was Booker T and Robert and Dan. La Resistance. Oh, yeah. La Resistance, dude. Oh, I forgot about that. That was a good heel. It was 24, 24 was the retirement match. God damn, dude. That, and that was also man. Randy Orton, Batista, and Ric Flair against The Rock and Mick Foley. Oh, it was a three versus... Oh, it was three versus two. Yeah, That's right. Had, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? How, I wonder why they lost that match. <laughs> this is back when the Divas were still a thing, the evening gown match. Oh, uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it was Sable and Tori Wilson against Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie. Wow. Oh, man. Back when you could do things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember this one. The Cruiserweight Open. This was the... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was Ultimo Dragon, Shannon Moore, Jamie Noble. Shannon Ward. Um, that sounds familiar. Yeah, Shannon Moore. Remember, he was uh, Matt Hardy's little, like, uh, underling or whatever when he was V1 Matt Hardy. He was, like, his little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pinocchio's in it. Rey Mysterio. Pinocchio, yeah, dude. Tajiri, Chavo. Damn, dude. That's a fucking That's a sweet lineup, man. That was, yeah, that was a... That, that was when, like, oh, man. So, uh, early 2000s, from top to bottom, every fucking Raw. Yep. Well, just... You, I think you could just say from, like, the mid-90s all the way up until, like, the... Maybe mid two thousand, you could say like Raw and SmackDown were good from top to bottom. Oh yeah, for the most part, yeah, I think you could easily say from like ninety, probably like seven, from ninety seven to like probably two thousand five or six. Yeah, five six. That it was just top to bottom. It was just good all the way around. It, you know, WrestleManias were no exception. I mean, then obviously you had Kurt Angle and. Um, Eddie Guerrero, mm-hmm. and then you had you know Benoit versus Shawn Michaels versus Triple H in that triple threat match. And man, I'll tell you what, I I did not see that coming about the about Benoit winning. Man, like I just did not think it was gonna happen. <laughs> That's the thing. Everybody but you saw it. Yeah, man. You were just- I was just. Just not. Nah, I just didn't see it. I toothless. Didn't see it. Yep. Toothless <laughs> aggression, dude. Yeah, toothless aggression, man. Motherfucker, dude. But I mean, I will say, even though I didn't see it, I, they 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 got me on that one. I didn't see it for some reason. I just didn't want to believe it, but. That I have to say that was that was great. He that that dude deserved it, man. He'd never, you know, it was like the ultimate storyline, obviously. Of, of to have like, them both win it, yeah, and then to have them both win it, and at the end when they came out and they were all like fucking hugging each other and shit, and I was just like, oh man, dude, like. Okay, so <laughs> what what do you guys think about? Uh, so obviously the triple threat match main evented, but do you think? It would have worked the same if Eddie and Kurt Angle finished that WrestleMania as the main event. Nah, because no. Kurt Angle was already, or uh, Eddie Guerrero was uh, he was already reta- the champion going he into He was it. retaining it. So. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, no, never have, mind. Yeah. I don't think it would have been nearly as impactful if uh, if that would have been the main event. Yeah, never mind. But it worked because um, for, Eddie, for the Eddie storyline, it worked because when he won it at Backlash against Brock Lesnar, it was no way out. No way out. Yeah, it was always seemed like oh, it was a gimmick, a fluke that he won it, and at least 
and then him retaining it at WrestleMania legitimized it. Yeah, it cemented it. Oh, man. Dude, okay, so this is like aside from because, dude, I was a fucking hard Eddie Guerrero mark, dude. Like, I, I was so agitated when uh because jbl wasn't like a main event guy right. for like a long oh, period like he yeah. was like you know he was part of the apa and, right, shit yeah. and you know he was teaming up with farouk or never like, saw the appeal for jbl dude never. oh my god well, as I, as in the apa that was great that was excellent he wasn't jbl in the apa i guess that's true i i, I guess that's a good point he was just bradshaw. we're not talking about bradshaw we're talking about mr i'm gonna go down to texas and start harassing mexicans <laughs> yeah, yeah dude you, you, <laughs> like oh my god nothing pissed okay i i wouldn't have mine if eddie guerrero would have lost to fucking literally anybody dude anybody, but it yeah. was like it was the you know would have been a great person for him to lose it to what chavo chavo it would have been funny because he would it would have been cheating on both sides in that fucking match <laughs> it would have been the most stupidest cheating like and it had, had to, it had to have happened on a smackdown it couldn't have been a yeah, pay-per-view yeah yeah and then literally and you can just have Chavo literally lose it to the next heavyweight that yeah. is that isn't gonna be that would be funny shit. yes that that actually would be funny but yeah dude fucking JBL dude I hated when they fucking remade him into that billionaire fucking because he, cowboy he, he made a shit ton of money on the stock market CNBC like he was and then he, the CNBC hired him to like do stock analysis because I, he like I, I get that but the fat son of a are turning into fucking Scott Steiner dude the fat <laughs> son of a bitch <laughs> but you know it's it's all part of like the you know fat. He's, he's fat <laughs> but dude the the dude had the physique like dude he was made of fucking hamburgers dude like he was soft <laughs> as shit and when you're watching the matches against him like at a great american bash where he lost like a what was it eddie lost the fucking title in a in a like was that a, was like that a, a bowl match? it was like one of those like, I, I don't know what it was called like it was like a lasso match or yeah when they were tied to each other yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. four corners and then you had to hit each you had to do the corners or something right didn't you yeah, something like, stupid, like that yeah. whatever and then there was like a fucking match that Eddie ended up bleeding his fucking brains out, dude. And I'm like, man, why do you have to fucking lose the JBL, dude? Fat son of a bitch. But you know, that's just yeah. like I, I know I'm, I could separate that from the the real person, John Bradshaw yeah, Layfield. Right, sure. But in uh, let's be honest, he's probably a racist in real life. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Remember, like, Maybe. JBL worked because it was him put to eleven. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. Just I know that kind of got off topic from fucking WrestleMania. Nah, I mean, but, well, yeah. like, to continue your point, did you ever see his retirement retirement match against John Cena? He got put. Well, uh, no. Why? It was bad, dude. Like. Uh. It was like you you will never hear these words come out of my mouth again. John Cena carried that match. Dude, <laughs> you know what? I will say though, like this, this is this is probably the biggest compliment that I can give to John Bradshaw Layfield is the fact that he made the fucking Lariat like a, a finish. Or no, no, clo- the clothesline. It was a clothesline. He okay. made it look like a legitimate fucking finisher with the way yeah. he like I don't know, man. Like it's the same way that Hangman Page like flips people when oh, he does like yeah, the buckshot yeah, yeah. lariat. Yeah. But when he when he like leans into it, dude. When people sell it, I'm like, oh, dude. You know what? Like the the clothesline is actually fucking. That's like a legit maneuver. Yeah, man. yeah. Clothesline from hell, dude. That's, Michael that, Cole, it, dude. It That's why it's not just a regular clothesline. It's clothesline from hell because it's it's fucking deadly. Yeah, it's like it's just not a super kick. It's the sweet chin. Yeah, music. exactly, exactly. True, true that. Yeah. Uh, so do it's, you? It's not a rever- it's not a reverse spine buster. It's it's the rock bottom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a. It's not a fucking. Uh, what, what is this? Uh, God damn it! One thing I always wanted to say, like, 
This is me, something me and Josh always say. Who does the... Uh, oh, my God. I can't remember his name now. The, who does the Russian leg sweep hurt? Because you're both landing the exact same way. Oh, I don't know, dude. Like, uh, we, we can try it right now and find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, we have tried it, and it hurts both people. Really, it hurts the guy doing it more than... Because with, with, when you're doing it to a guy, your arm is around the back of his head when you're pulling it back. So your head is slamming against the ground, we, and his is cushioned we, by your arm. Which one... Okay, never mind. Yeah, go ahead. And just like what they always want, like you always see like people like I think I want to say the Rock, but I don't think he had. The, I don't think he actually did it. No, I think he did. And just every time I see him doing, I'm like, when that's the one move that always did, that I can't suspend my disbelief for. I'm like, no, that doesn't. That, no. Uh, okay. So on the subject of like two di- the the same move given two different names. Uh. Booker T has claim to the bookend over the, the rock bottom. The rock bottom. Well, I mean, the rock bottom popularized popularized that move before I think Booker T did it because I don't think he was doing it when he was in tag team as Harlem Heat. I don't think I remember ever him seeing him do it. What was he doing? Like it was just a scissor it was kick. A scissor kick. Yeah, that was, it was. And then he had. Oh God, I can't remember. They had some tag team double double team maneuver that was like you know like uh, the Legion of Doom has the uh, the Doomsday device where they put you on the shoulders and the one guy jumps off and then oh, yeah. clotheslines you. Or the three D. Like, yeah, or the three D is like a two man. You know, deal. I, the Harlem Heat had like a two man. Okay. Finisher, yeah. I think. All right. What was the modification they did to it when they added Spike Dudley to it? Uh, on the the 3D, yeah, it was like a head button to the nuts. Yeah, so yeah that's no, what, that was what D one did. No, that was from the top rope. Yeah, yeah. the, the waza. Yeah, okay. Well, then what Spike do? I don't remember. So what, didn't they, they, I remember for a while they did something where they added him into it. They did. They just like throw him like. Use <laughs> <laughs> him as a as a torpedo. Oh my god, dude. There was so many matches where Spike fucking Dudley just got tossed, and dude, I, I honestly don't know how that guy didn't fucking die. Yeah, man, that that is a miracle in and of itself. Because there there was one time where he landed direct. I want to say the mat was lifted off, and it was he just concrete. Right concrete. I'm like, dude, this guy's fucking dead. Dude. Like, he's never wasn't fucking he, walking wasn't again. He the one that had the hardcore title the longest. Didn't was he? Have he? The, I mean, no, I, no, that's Jimmy. That was was a Jimmy Noble. Who was the one that started the 24 hour challenge for the hardcore title? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember who started it, but I want to say it was him. But I don't think I'm right. I don't think it was him. No. I remember that was fucking great because, like, this is, there was just so fucking, oh, I think it was Jamie Noble. Oh, he's at the laundry center. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was, that was a cool, like, thing that they just need to, I don't know, maybe they need to bring something like that back where you have a, a title that's on the line 24-7. All right, I got a good question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we've detracted quite a bit, but what do you? Who do you think? Because WrestleMania is like the the time where everybody gets to, or at least I think they have the opportunity to really turn their persona up to eleven with an entrance. Yeah. Who do you think had like the one of the best entrances in in WrestleMania history? Man, uh, the Undertakers were always good, but. 15 minute walks to the ring oh yeah man those are those are just, they're great they're just they're great because it's like you would think oh if he's taking fucking 20 minutes to walk to the ring you'd just be pissed and this would be stupid but every time it's just it's just so good it was crash like, holly oh crash holly that's yeah. who it was he yeah he's he reminds, he's like he's like a spike dudley he's like yeah. ripped spike dudley didn't basically. he die in a car accident 
No, wasn't that uh, wasn't that the other one, the little one? Uh, that's Crash, Crash Holly. Was the Hardcore little Holly one. is the it's other. The, it's the bigger one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's dead for sure, but yeah. I, I, ironically, probably in a car accident. <laughs> uh, no, no, but that would, like, The Undertaker, when he used to do it, when they would they would put him on that little, like, they would have the, the fog on the floor, and then they'd put him on, like, a, I don't know, like a skateboard, and somebody would pull it from the other end, and he just looked like he was floating in the air. That, that was some of the coolest shit ever, but I don't know. I feel like Triple H had some pretty sweet fucking entrances. Um, oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels had the cool one where he came from the ceiling. What was that? WrestleMania that was like twelve. Uh-huh. Was WrestleMania twelve when he won the title at uh, against Bret Hart in the in the Iron Man, the first ever Iron Man match for at WrestleMania. I have a question I want to bring up. Uh-huh. Why is it that in the WWE uh-huh. there was no way there was no ever midget match that was ever decent, but in Mexican wrestling it's always great. I think that's because like in the, I think it's always been treated like well, a joke. Right, but and then so I don't think they're actually hiring dudes who are actual like midget wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I think they just hire dudes who are midgets that just are built and then they just fuck or whatever and they just throw them out there. Whereas in in Lucha Libre it's that's like a that's like at every show they have midget wrestling at every there's a match like at every show. At least, so those nowadays. guys are well, yeah, maybe not nowadays, but back then, like, so those guys are were just always working, and they were they were good at it because that's what you know when you're. And they also need the other guy to sell too. I mean, that is true. So if you got a guy, and that's part of the that's part of the business. So if you if you got a, a guy who doesn't know what he's doing, uh, then yeah, it's probably not going to look so good. Which is probably why a lot of those matches didn't really look that great. But I, I feel like in Lucha Libre that they do it all the time. So those guys. Those guys get a lot of work, so they get good at it. And then you know, hey, they're just as good as a lot of them are just as good as you know, uh, the the rest of the card that they're mm-hmm. on. You know, they're they're no difference in the match other than they're just smaller. But yeah, but I mean, I, I like those. Those are awesome. Mm-hmm. Those those lucha libre. I feel like uh, now, now that we're talking about like uh, people that were wrestlers that happened to be, uh, I don't know what the proper term is to not be offensive, but reality stars. No, I'm mean, <laughs> talking about midgets. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't um, want to listen. Say. I mean, it's just, just because I... you, you know, for a long time there was a little bastard, but he, <laughs> but he, he was called that for Hornswoggle a long time. Yeah, Hornswoggle. But he was called little bastard, yeah. like for like a long, uh, for like. Remember, a good... Oh yeah, not, not only that. that. Remember, they even played the joke where he was Vince he's also, legitimate son. Yeah, he's also Vince McMahon's like love love child. Oh, damn! You know what I wanted to talk? He's my dad, dude. <laughs> Okay, so yeah. this this was something that I was like driving. So last time when we were talking about underrated wrestlers and shit, yeah. uh, there was somebody that I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you guys remember him, but do you guys remember uh, fucking what's his name? Oh my god, I forgot his name. What's his name? Uh, the guy. Oh, oh Mr. Kennedy. Oh yeah, Mr. Kennedy, man, under under pretty underrated, man. Dude, I, he I had the agree. voice of God, dude. Yeah, he did. He did, man. Mister. I don't know. Sorry, no, no, no. I, keep, I don't know why, but I always keep confusing him and Hyden Wright. <laughs> <They> do, <laughs> he does look like a smaller Hyden Wright. It's the bleached hair, dude. It's the bleached <laughs> hair. The bleached hair. I don't know. Their physique. Well, they're like body type. Like obviously, Hyden Wright's eight feet tall, but like Kennedy looks like a smaller version Kennedy. of him. Kennedy. Right? Oh, yeah, come down from right. the, I, with the mic. No, oh, I never liked that guy. Mr. Kennedy? No, I didn't write. Hi, did I did write. Except for that, that was the only redeeming factor for Man, him. He was like he was like a brain dead fucking Brock Lesnar dude. <laughs> like so Brock thousand Lesnar. thousand mile stare, 
fucking yeah, he was just boring as shit. But uh, I don't know if this was ever really happened, but I remember there was an AMA on Reddit for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> And I don't know if it was legitimately Brock Lesnar, but some of the shit that was coming out of that was fucking hilarious. Like, at one point he was like, oh, yeah, like, answer your questions seriously, but nobody was taking him, like, supposedly taking him seriously. And at one point he just started with, oh, Brock do this to do this. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> like, the words would be spelled uh, lowercase b or uh, uppercase r, O-C-K-Y, Brock, you win, Rocky win, lose. <laughs> so I don't know if it was legitimate hit, but if that was him, I'd be like, oh, man, that fool has a sense of humor. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, shit. That would actually... Uh, that would surprise me. Somebody asked them a, like, a legit question. like Something like you should ask somebody on wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And like goes, goes uh, Paul Heyman has advised me not to answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, 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 I legitimately fear Brock Lesnar as oh, a yeah, human being, dude. Like, being six... Whatever the fuck he is, six foot something... I didn't know they stack shit that high. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I've, I've always said that there's two, two types of muscles. There's uh, uh, active muscles or, like, usable muscles. Mm. And then Functional. there's beach muscles. Right, yeah, yeah. So, beach muscles is just, oh, I'm going to make myself look good. Oh, it's I'm aesthetic, gonna be, yeah. Yeah, it's aesthetic or just... Or even... I would even categorize bodybuilders kind of in that sense because... I don't know if you heard the story about the two, two bodybuilders who are like, oh, let's go... Uh, Let's go do CrossFit or let's go do like, uh, I think it was actually, I think it was yoga and they couldn't last 10 minutes. Yeah. But, you know, they're fucking, they're built like fucking tanks. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, I, there's beach muscles, which is just aesthetic. And then there's functional oh, strength. Functional yeah. muscles that I worked at. And I completely forgot the point I was trying to make. Oh, because oh, we were talking about Brock Lesnar. So then I, now I believe there's a third type of muscles, which is combat muscles. <laughs> and that is 100% Brock Lesnar. Dude, hearing about Brock Le- So again, talking about the Paul Heyman podcast with Rick Rubin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess Brock didn't have his life figured out uh, early 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 in his his early years so he was just kind of like a farmhand so he would just like help people move shit and stuff so like i feel that his physical strength started there and then obviously he went to college and went to university of minnesota where he won multiple ncaa championships i think it was two or maybe it was just one i can't remember but uh yeah dude that fucking guy i mean my god dude the guy lives in fucking alberta canada killing animals and just being literally being the beast they carved it yeah man like that, i don't know if he became the character or the character was already him all along like you know what i'm saying like yeah that's not somebody like you want to fuck with because nah, you, you might legit legitimately kill you like um, did you ever did you ever see that photo of brock lesnar like the yearbook photo of him when he's in a suit and shit no nah. uh it's right here but every time i I don't know why, but uh, this is gonna nobody's gonna get this besides us. But I always look at it and I always say, for some reason, it just makes me think of Edgar. <laughs> Holy shit! Man. The glasses, the glasses, dude. And that, the glasses, and that dead it's, look in his it, eyes. That's, it's the haircut. Too. The haircut, too. Yeah, man. That dude. blank stare on his face. That that definitely is is Edgar, one hundred percent. Oh man. Uh, but, but but no, seriously though. Uh, Brock Lesnar I watched this like TikTok the other day of him and he was it was like some interview he did after he 
one in UFC or whatever. Yeah. And it said something like, oh, like Brock Lesnar saw this whole Bud Light thing coming from the beginning. And he was like, he was in the stand there. He's like, you know, I'm going to go home. And he's like, I'm going to go and get, I'm going to open up a Coors Light. And he's like, you want to know why it's Coors Light? Because Bud Light doesn't want to pay me. And so then he was like, I'm going to get on, a, I'm going to open up a Coors Light. I'm going to sit there. I'm going to look at this championship belt. And I'm going to just go, yeah, you know, I'm going to eat a steak. And then he was just like, you know what? Maybe I'm even going to get on top of my wife later. And like, <laughs> like, man, and that was like a straight up on like in, in at the UFC event. He just like was going on about that uh, with Joe Rogan standing there laughing. And I was just like, oh, man. Yeah, that's legit. There, there was some promo that he did. I think like when he came back for whatever his period of absence was from the UFC that he came back to the WWE. Mm-hmm. I think he had like Paul Heyman as his manager or some shit. And he's like, oh, I'm the beast and I'm the best. Cause I guess he was, I think he was wrestling against like fucking CM Punk or whatever. And then he tells, he tells Paul Heyman, he's like, uh, he's like, Paul, say something stupid. Like, <laughs> 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 that shit was so funny, dude. Brock Lesnar is like an unintentionally funny guy. Like, mm-hmm. it's not so much what he like the fact that he's like a joke teller. It's just the fu- the fact that the guy is funny as yeah. fuck. Like, just yeah. the way he is. Like, he's, yeah. But anyways, WrestleMania. Um, oh, anyways, I don't think you even answered the question. Like, what it, you have a like a favorite WrestleMania entrance? Oh, WrestleMania entrance. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Originally, <laughs> no, uh, we were talking about favorite WrestleMania. We were, but we did. But then we transitioned we, over to, to like uh, WrestleMania entrances. entrances yeah. Um, because I was saying about the Undertaker has a lot of good ones. Triple H has a lot of good ones. You know, when we talk about the Shawn Michaels coming from the ceiling, like that was kind of like the one of the first. You know, I remember John Cena I was like had, John Cena the one had, where they're all out yeah. there. Yeah, they're like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> that, that was that one was cool, man. Like, uh, I don't. Oh, the, the simplicity of I wouldn't say it's simplicity. I always just, even though he did it every fucking time he came out, even at WrestleMania, but I don't know, the ones at WrestleMania when he would, when Eddie would come out in his lowriders, but we, oh yeah, yeah, those were cool, those were sweet. I don't know, it's just, even though he did them every day in SmackDown, it was just, even, it still I, felt great. I will say what was cool about the last WrestleMania was when Rey Mysterio did his entrance and he came out to the, the Eddie Guerrero was his actual theme music and he came out in a lowrider Snoop Dogg was driving mm-hmm. that was that I mean that entrance man I, I like cried a little bit like that was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna lie like it, it, it got me it, it like, as soon as I heard that the the like they did I can't remember exactly if they did I think they did his music and then it like like Ray Mysterio's music and then it, so you knew you knew who was coming and then it like turned off and then it just started just it, it hit immediately Eddie Guerrero's music and I was like oh shit and then but did he even pop Oh, it, it was the huge pop. It got like a huge pop. I don't think people understand or know why, but I, I do also feel like there's a lot of people that go to WrestleMania. It's they're they're like they're like hardcore fans because I mean those tickets are fucking expensive. Yeah, yeah they there's are. a lot of there's a lot of shitheads there that probably don't know shit about wrestling that go just for the because WrestleMania is is a prestigious event. Like they just go just to be at the prestigious event, right? <laughs> but I do think there's a lot of people that go that are you know that are hardcore fans that are gonna put out that kind of money to go. And so yeah, it did get a good it did get a pretty good pop when that happened and then he came out to the lowrider snoop dogg was driving man it was just it was fucking sweet dude like it was good um but yeah other than that what about you you got any i I think i literally just had mine just that oh just eddie ones yeah Mm, i don't know if it was uh it was good i think i think it was because i think they were playing on the what was that vampire wrestler that Edge was part of? Oh, Gangrel. Yeah. So they like last 
this past WrestleMania, this more, the more recent one, yeah, yeah, Edge came out with some kind of like red skull or some bullshit. Yeah, they were like leading back to that, I think. Yeah, so that that was kind of interesting. What are they called the Brood? The Brood, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I can't think of any like I, I'm having a hard time remembering who did some memorable. Int- the the one that really sticks out to me, even though I think it was stupid as fuck. Maybe it still served its purpose because I'm still talking about it. Is the the HBK one where he was like Jesus or something? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. When he's like descending from the 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 wall or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and like he's in all white gear against uh, his first. I think was it his first I think match? It was the first match against the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. That was. Uh, I don't know. That one really. Yeah, I guess you could say fucking Shawn Michaels is really Mr. WrestleMania, dude, because mm-hmm. you, you certainly remember a lot of his sh- like shit. Oh, literally. I mean, that's why he is called Mr. WrestleMania, because you remember, like, matches. You remember, I mean, it was, he's had probably the most good WrestleMania matches. I mean, outside of, you know, The Undertaker, obviously. I mean, but, yeah, like, plus is the only, well, he's the only wrestler that can watch his opponent and the audience at the same time. So, yeah. I mean, what else you guys got? Other WrestleMania shit. Uh, I guess we could talk about. Uh, I don't know. I I don't. I didn't see this live, but um, I remember thinking it was kind of funny. But then it turned out Brock Lesnar actually broke his neck uh, when he did the Shooting Star Press yeah. <laughs> against the. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, you mean when he landed on his neck? <laughs> yeah, dude. It was so bad. Like he actually finished. I can't believe they finished the match. Like even the fact that he. Hey, if Kurt Angle can win an Olympic medal with a broken freaking neck. Oh my god, dude! That's true. That's true. Brock Lesnar could finish a wrestling. He certainly doesn't let you forget that, dude. No, man. He shouldn't. He shouldn't, man. That's that guy's an American hero. All right. Two-time gold medal, Kurt Kurt Angle, dude. Into Eddie. Into Eddie stole him. Yes. Yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, dude. It's shoot. funny that you mentioned that thing about the shooting star press because I saw I saw a thing on something the other day and it was it was like it was like after that happened. Yeah. And it was like Cena and Lesnar in the in the ring and Cena was talking shit to him and he was saying like Brock 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 listen, there's no way that you got a concussion from that and Brock Lesnar's like wow what do you mean why and he's just like because you got to have a brain to get a concussion Brock and then he was like no 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 and then like it was, it was hilarious that was great, man. It was that was great. Funny. it was pretty funny I was like that's a good one but yeah that was, that was funny uh, but yeah that was that was crazy to watch I mean I thought he was dead for sure like as, as soon as as soon as I saw him do it I remember thinking this this he's not gonna hit this this is not he's I thought he was just gonna miss though I don't think he tucked his knees he early yeah. Well, yeah um it had been a while because he he used to do it all the time in the Ohio used to Valley. Do his finisher did, yeah. in, in Ohio Valley like that used to be what he used to do and and he did you, you see all the videos of him just doing it perfectly mm-hmm. and I'm just like man I don't know if, if it was just been too long I think it had been too long and I think Kurt Angle was a little too far away oh yeah uh, that didn't help I mean, and to let his credit when he botched it he still tried to go for the pin to to make it look good yeah. oh yeah oh yeah but there was no saving that that was bad yeah, yeah uh that's pretty bad. shit i don't know if i have anything else to mention about <laughs> yeah wrestlemania was not i didn't think we were gonna get a whole lot of that of that because you know it just is what it is but um what, how long have we been going for? A little less than an hour. A little less than an hour. Well, I mean, you know, we. we, we Wait, how, how much is less? Than, how much is less than an hour? Like, like 50, five minutes. You got like we're like at fifty six minutes probably. Okay. So. Uh, shit. What else is there to talk about? Oh, okay. So there's if you guys. I don't know how if you if you're keeping up with Raw and SmackDown and shit, but uh, last Friday, 
uh, I don't know if this is the this is obviously not the end of the bloodline story, but right, yeah, yeah. But Jay and Jimmy Uso super kicked uh, Roman Reigns in what would be proverbially called the end of the bloodline. Uh, now that uh, the, they've uh, officially crossed, they're, they're official line crossers now. Yeah, they're uh, habitual line steppers. Yeah, so uh, that, that was kind of a interesting moment because a lot of people have said this what is. That Habitual lines. Your habitual line. Uh, shit, that is a good it's, question. Um, it's uh, is that is, like a Dave Chappelle that, thing? I, don't I think it is. I want to say it was like Chappelle show, like or something. All right, hold on. I, I'm gonna have to Google. I'll see you talking while I Google that and see what it, what it was. Well, anyways, um, I haven't been nearly as invested as other people that say that the Bloodline story started during the the bubble period of wrestling, which was like during the pandemic and shit, and there was a whole story about Jimmy and Jey Uso and on top of like with with Roman Reigns and shit but uh now it's been like a 3 year period mm. that this uh this story has been uh bubbling simmering to this to this uh penultimate moment cuz I'm sure there's going to be a I'm sure there's going to be a fallout moment after this but it was they supposed it what it was they supposed it it was it was Rick not James. only was yeah it was from Rick James yeah, yeah it was Rick James. oh it was Charlie Murphy yeah, Charlie yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I was going, I'm like yeah. I know it's Chappelle show I just don't know who yeah, it is it was that that Rick James uh <laughs> <Victual> line stepper <laughs> <laughs> uh but anyways yeah it's been three years since they uh have been building up to the story so what do you guys what are your guys' predictions for what's going to happen at the end of this uh bloodline story because now that jimmy and jay uso are on the same page uh it, i imagine this is going to turn into a tag team match between jimmy and jay uso versus solo sokoa and uh roman reigns i'm sure that's probably what will end up happening my i i I think that they I think this is an overall storyline type maneuver here because I think that obviously everybody's been you know everybody's going to be saying about Roman Reigns and how oh the only reason he's been you know the champion for so long is because of the bloodline and blah 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 but now that they're not around basically he's going to have to be proving that hey he is he is the man he's going to basically spend the next however long proving that like oh no no that was all just the naysayers were wrong that Roman Reigns he he can carry the title he has he's done it on his own because now he doesn't have you know he doesn't have them he's got yeah he's got uh, what's his name um, the the other one so, 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 so yeah he's got he's got him but I mean I, eventually he's gonna turn on him I'm sure because that's kind of what happens with stables in the WWEs they eventually they all just implode yeah so I mean he's gonna probably leave him and then he's gonna just be by himself. To, to him and Paul, and maybe, I mean, maybe Paul Heyman will eventually fucking leave him, you know, who knows, but I think that they're going overall with this is is going back to, well, what I'm, what I'm hopeful, and maybe I'm just wishful thinking this, but, like, we kind of talked about this the other day with the whole Cody Rhodes thing, because it, it, it doesn't, it didn't make sense to me as to why you bring him back and then you just do nothing with him. You put him in the main event at WrestleMania, you make him win the Royal Rumble, and then what just he didn't win so okay you're just gonna keep Roman Reigns doing this so I kind of feel like they're gonna be 
hopefully maybe recreating that old storyline from Dusty Rhodes with that that hard times or whatever. And like he's gonna be able, Cody Rhodes will be able to cut some really good promos on that. Um, but he's gonna probably spend the next year just getting his ass whooped and just losing and just being a piece of shit. And then Roman Reigns is gonna spend the next year probably being a solo act, and he's gonna just be beating everybody who's in front of him, and he's gonna be just annihilating them, and he's just gonna be seeming seemingly even more unstoppable alone than he was before with the bloodline and then that's gonna hopefully maybe potentially lead to cody rhodes uh probably being number 30 or no i'm not sorry number 30 number one he's gonna be drawing the number one entrant at next year's royal rumble yeah and then he's gonna go and that's gonna be the beginning of the turn and he's gonna go and he's gonna win the royal rumble from the number one position and then it's gonna lead into him okay now he wants his payback from last year wrestlemania he won the royal rumble but like he didn't get it done he couldn't get the job done against roman reigns and now roman reigns is not only even bigger and better but he's 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 proven that he's even better than he was last year because he doesn't have the extra help he doesn't have any of that stuff now and and he's been still beating people's asses so now there's no excuse for cody to like to lose or whatever and then it's going to turn into cody being like i spent the last year just getting my ass beat and fucking losing and i got lucky to get into the royal rumble and then you know what I got the unlucky chance to draw number one, but you know what? I fought and clawed and I won my way back to win the World Royal Rumble. And now, now they're going to fight at WrestleMania where it's going to be this like super built up storyline, hopefully. And, you know, that would be, that's either, it's either going to have where they're going to, they're going to finally dethrone Roman and Cody Rhodes is going to have that like pivotal moment for his his career he's going to get that wrestlemania moment where he wins that title or they're going to do the opposite and they're going to still keep cody Rhodes down and then they're going to uh do what all the tiktoks have been saying with like oh me in 50 years watching roman reigns beat fucking so-and-so and like, <laughs> and like it's just it's just he just does a thing at the end he's like he just does the the, the tribal chief thing at the, the end the one the, the one yeah and then like there was one or there's this guy where he did this one he was like oh he's like me at the local park watching roman reigns beat the shit out of my son and then it's like one Two, three, ding ding, and then his music plays. He's like, "Oh, all right." If okay, so we're talking about WrestleMania scenarios with yeah. Cody Rhodes, dude. I swear to God, if they don't fucking pull the, tr- okay, so this is how I think it goes down with Cody Rhodes. It's, it can, it's, it's gonna go down one of fucking two ways, right? Uh-huh. Number one, this is the ugly situation. Yeah, this, ugly. this this is the one I don't want to happen because I right. think it will. Um, so. Obviously, it'd be nice for Cody Rhodes to get a fucking W as big as WrestleMania and to get the undisputed title because it it finally puts everything to rest that like he finally gets a uh, like a win for his family, like not just for like his dad, but also for his brother that never got like a main. He was never a main eventer, right? Right, Yeah, should have been. Should have been. Agree. Should have been. Yeah, hundred percent. But the thing that kills me inside that make like the realistic part of me is thinking like dude he is already i don't know how old cody rhodes is but let's say he's already in his like late 30s right mm. let's say he's already in his late 30s yeah do you put the fucking belt like because whoever comes away with that fucking title is a made man right that's them he's for like the next huh he's 37 he's 37 so it's like it feels too late it it feels too late for him to win say that's a flare huh say that's a flare say that's a flare yeah well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I think yeah i mean that's true i see what you're saying but like i think what adam's trying to say is is like he said whoever wins that title off of roman reigns is made is made for the right. next like so you 10 can't years. you can't waste it 
on somebody who, like, uh, I mean, as, as much as I hate to say that, you can't waste it on somebody like Cody Rhodes who's already kind of been and didn't been around the world and done shit. You, you got to do it to somebody who hasn't done any of that shit yet. Like, as much as I don't really like Austin Theory that much, I mean, I'm sure that's probably the guy that they will eventually probably do that with. But, the, yeah, that was the other thing I was going to say. But, like, there isn't anybody else either I that think you could give it to. That you could, or about, not even give it to. That was somebody that like, what are they doing with Sami Zayn right now? Well, they just well, have. They're, they're him and uh, what's his name? Uh, Ko and yeah. Ko and Sami Zayn are like tag. They're like tag team. Mm. Uh, so they're, they're, they're kind of like you know they're kind of booked up already. So yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. You know who would be great mm. if he was still in the WWE with Cesaro. Yeah, man, Cesaro's cool. But I don't know, man. Watching him in AEW, well, I mean, maybe it's just the way they used him. Casting, yeah, man. I, I just hate that name. But also the way they used him, like to be the Ring of Honor champion, it, it just kind of. I just felt like that title run that he had it was underwhelming. I mean, he he fucking. Uh, but was he underwhelming, or was just was it just? I don't. I don't know. It I, just feels I, like there's hard. too many goddamn belts. That's yeah, the, that's the fucking problem. <laughs> I, I do agree. AEW with that has that, too man. many goddamn belts, dude. And the Ring of Honor ones just feel like throwaway. They shit. feel like they're fucking worthless. Like it feels like. Like a, a shitty consolation prize. Like, that, like, they're, 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 they they currently have what the two sets of tag team titles. Right. They have two ice. Well, the ice, 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 ice US. US. Yeah. Didn't they bring back the European title? I don't know about that. No, they have I the think world they had heavyweight it, title. I think they had it in NXT. Mm, okay. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, NXT has like a North Atlantic. Champion, yeah, yeah. And they have a well, European title the, too. There's a there's like, but there's like a whole European fucking like Bracket. NXT version. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I think that's where it's at. Is in, is in there. Yeah. That's kind of where they brought it back to. They, but, they have like a North. They have a North American champion, which right. is yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that belt's cool. That that remember that North that red one. It's like red or whatever. I don't know how it looks now, but that that's how it was yeah. back in the day. Uh, and then. And they have, uh, but then they have those titles. Plus, they just brought back what they're calling the World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. So now, which is like big gold, but not really. It's kind of yeah. It's a weaker version. It's close. It's gold. close. It's close, but it's not. I mean, still, I don't know, man. Maybe it's some nostalgic for that belt, but like, it's not as good. How interesting is it that WWE won the Monday, Monday Night Wars, but the WCW Heavyweight Title became the main title for the WWE for a while. <sighs> Yeah, it's it just looks good. Honestly, it it's looks just such a good. great design. It's super. It's super fucking aesthetic, and it's, then it's regal as fuck. Like, it, yeah, man, it just, it just, it just has it's that regalia. Yeah, like it has got, that air of like this fucking means something. This is a championship, and you know what's great? It looked good. It, it look, I, I hate to say this, but it looked good on Triple H when he was champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did. yeah, it did. It, it fucking really did. That, that's honestly, it, it didn't look bad on anybody. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you I, know what? You're right. I think you're right. I don't think it did look. I don't think it looked bad on anybody that held it. When it was Rey Mysterio had it for a while too. It looked great on him. I think it looked you best. Know. Honestly, I think it looked best on um, Y2J when he had it and the WWE oh, title. Yeah, man, that original oh, he, WWF. Yeah, the, was the, he the first undisputed champion? Yes. Yeah, Chris he Jericho was. was man. He was the first one. Who did, who did he wrestle against? It was Triple the Rock H. and Triple H. Or no, it was The Rock, the Rock and, and Stone Cold yeah. in the oh. same night. Yeah, the same night, man. I uh, remember when they did Kurt Angle Dirty when he had like three titles and he had a wrestle. Oh, three he matches. lost all of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the Intercontinental. Oh, so he had two. He had the Intercontinental and he had the, um, European, the European title. And at WrestleMania, I think it was, I think it was seventeen. I think he lost it to Chris Benoit. He lost it to Chris Benoit and he lost the other one to China. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah shit. that's right. <laughs> yeah, like that was hilarious, man. Wow. Remember when they had him copy Stone Cold? When he came out in the beer truck, it was spraying. Oh, out yeah, man. Yeah, no, <laughs> come out with the, the milk, milk truck. Yeah. I'm going to drink a tall glass of milk. <laughs> Take three Viagra. <laughs> Take three Viagra. 
<laughs> well, remember when the Stone Cold was like, you know, cheering everybody, and then The Rock was trying to cheer him with water? He yeah. gave him the dirtiest fucking look. <laughs> um, okay, so to the Cody Rhodes thing, what, the, oh, the other yeah, side yeah. of it. What's the other side, yeah. So the other side is like the optimistic side, which is just Kind of like what I said, right? Yeah, it's just like, it's time. Yeah. If they want to pull the trigger, it's going to be this year. Because it, it, like they haven't built up... It, <laughs> The thing that kind of worried me was that once he lost the title, he showed up on fucking Monday Night Raw, or maybe it was like when the draft happened, which is probably like a month later. Mm-hmm. Um, so Cody Rhodes got drafted to Monday Night Raw. So I don't know if that means that he can't compete for. He can't compete for. Well, not no, he can't until unless you win the Royal Rumble, because R- then it goes back to that rule where if you win the Royal Rumble, you then can- you get to pick which which one you want to go for yeah so the thing that was kind of weird was that after he got drafted or whatever they're like okay we're going to introduce the world heavyweight championship again and uh they made it seem like well since he was on raw like that he was going to be the per- one of the main contenders right. and i was like fuck dude well there there, there that there goes, goes with that, the ro- yeah. there goes the roman reigns thing and then on top of that like he got sidetracked with brock lesnar and they didn't really i don't know if they finished that feud or not because it was just it was one of I mean, piece. they it had a match. Piece. Yeah, they had the they had that that last match at the whatever that last pay per view was. It, it was one a piece. Like they didn't even do a third installment. But what? Anyways, um, so like, it, it already feels like they haven't built up to him facing Roman again. So like, I don't know if that's gonna happen. But like I said, if it's gonna happen, they really need to they really need to build back up to basically where they were. Because dude, they. And maybe they're in a better situation than they were last year because last year they had to cover three months of ground to convince people that Cody Rose should be in the fucking main event. Right. Now they have what, like, I don't know how many months now. They have six months. Or no, is it more than that? We have a little, like, you have like 10 months. Okay, they got 10 months to to build it up again. So, yeah, they got like 10 months to. I feel like, okay, and then one one other thing, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but if they, okay, so if you still have Cody win, that's cool, whatever. But I I feel like you got to add the third fucking mix. Like, you got to add, you got to make this a triple threat match because they've been building up like Jey Uso as a main event person by himself, right? Yeah. So I say for WrestleMania, they have Jey Uso. Roman Reigns and fucking Cody Rhodes. For Jey Uso to win the title, it would mean that he would get redemption for himself, also his brother, like his family, and all that shit, yeah. and then he would be like the head of the fucking, he'd be the tribal chief or whatever, whatever the fuck. Um, and that'd be great for him. And it also like hides what the win could be. Like whoever wins that specific scenario, right? like it, 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 it obscures it, so it, people don't exactly know... Like, there's two good contenders for who can win that. It'd either be right. Cody Rhodes, the person that has a legacy, the same way that, uh, you know, the, the Jey Uso has with, like, the NOIE family. Right, I don't yeah, know how to yeah. pronounce the, that name correctly, but um, there's two families that have two legacies, and then there's Roman Reigns in the middle of it. Whoever comes out on top is going to be made for Forever, you know, whoever, yeah. whoever fucking... So I think they should make that a triple threat match, um, and I, I don't know if that's actually going to happen, but I would love to see that and i think i think they let cody wins have let cody have it for the sake that he came back because if he doesn't fucking win it then it's never gonna happen it's never gonna happen that's the end of the story so those are the two scenarios i imagine for cody Rhodes as far as like wrestlemania scenarios go is that he loses it once more and then nobody ever believes that he's ever gonna win it again and that's it he's dead and then 
The other scenario is that he actually wins it. They make it a triple threat match with Jey Uso so that they keep people guessing for who's going to win and raise the stakes because, it, you know, tri- triple threat match is going to make it super crazy. You know, there's going to be third parties involved. Yeah. You know, like, let's say Jimmy shows up and fucking helps out his brother to score the win and just really make it a fucking chaotic match. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. So that, that's what I would like to see for the WrestleMania scenario for next year. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. What about you, Frank? You got anything on that? No. No. Right, what are we at right now? Hour 12. Hour 12. All right. All right, All right cool. All right. You got anything else to add, Adam? Anything else? Uh, uh, no, that was pretty much it. All right, Frank, you got anything else to add in general? No. No? All right. Well, I don't really have anything else in general, so I guess we'll uh, go ahead and call it here. Uh, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, tune in next time. <laughs> Sucky, sucky. Long time. That was another wonderful, amazing, powerful episode of the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. And take it from me, ladies and gentlemen, the natural lad, Jet Swag. If there's one podcast, one show you should be listening to, that you should be absolutely grateful for, It's the Game Rage Wrestling Podcast. And one of the things you can do to show your appreciation for all the hard work and dedication that these boys put out day in, day out, just for you people, it's that you can go and you can subscribe and you can like and follow them on the Instagram and the TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. You can also follow them and like them and subscribe to them on the old Twitter, which I don't know what it's called now, but who cares? It's at Game Rage Mag there. Additionally, if you feel the need to really show your appreciation, which you should, then go to their website at www.gameragemagazine.com and show us some love. Show them some love and show some love for the natural lad, Jet Swag.